Well, praise the Lord. Good to be talking to you people once again, my great listeners of Into His Word. Thank you so much for continuing to listen to Into His Word. And remember to stay into His Word. When you stay into His Word, you're abiding in the Lord Jesus Christ. And the scripture tells us, if we abide in Him, He'll abide in us. So if we stay in him, he'll stay in us. Let's pray. Lord Jesus, we thank you today for this word. We thank you, Lord, for all the listeners and for the listeners that share this word with their friends, family, relatives, neighbors, and anyone else that they can think of that they may know that need the word. God, I'm so thankful that this word is reaching not only from this base station, I could call it that, this, uh, this capital, this, this home base, this, this, uh, uh, this spot right here, this city that I'm placing, uh, the message from and is reaching out to all parts of the world. Praise God for that. Thank you, Jesus, for only you can do it because God, that is your will that your word spreads abroad. So, Lord, I ask you that it keeps on spreading, keeps on spreading and gets into the heart and into the mind and to the intent of man. In the name of Jesus, I pray for healing of this nation. I pray for our leaders. I pray for those that are hearing the word. I pray for those that are sick and shut in and that they need a healing in their body and that our leaders may make good, sound decisions over their municipalities over their areas that they're in charge of and over these great United States of America and abroad. In the name of Jesus Christ, I pray for the lily that that we are able to go forward, that we'll have a building, that we'll have a place to worship and praise and magnify your name together with those that are dutifully listening. In the name of Jesus, I pray, Lord, I have faith believing in Jesus' name. And we all say, amen. Well, amen. Well, I, I pray that you came today with your Bible because, you know, we have to have our Bible with us whenever we get into the word. Let's get right into it. Not going to keep you too long. I'm just so glad. Hallelujah. So glad so many people are listening to into his word. By the way, we just got approved for a Amazon podcast. So we're on Amazon podcast. Tell a friend. Uh, I think you just go, you download the, the uh, Amazon app and you're able to listen to us there. You can also, uh, I'm working on Pandora and what I'm told is Pandora takes a very long time, but that's okay. I'm on Apple podcast. You can listen to me there, which many, many listeners are listening uh, to into his word through Apple. And I do appreciate that. I guess a lot of people have those Apple devices, the IS, iOS system, and they're tuning in there. I see that. I see a lot of people uh, listening to uh, via Deezer. Uh, I think it's another one is called Outcast, something like that. Uh, 
and a couple other ones I just can't think off the top of my head. Oh, iHeart. People are coming in from iHeart. So we're there. Uh, we're just trying to reach as many people as we can with this gospel message. You know, uh, Jesus, uh, God has given mankind the gift, the intelligence uh, to use devices to reach the masses. And and here at Into the Word or Into His Word, that's what we're doing. We're trying to reach the masses uh, that somebody would be saved, that someone would want to be born again of the water and of the spirit. Well, today's topic is going to be, are you going to make it? Hallelujah. Are you going to make it? Uh, God's goal is that none would perish and that all men would come to repentance and that we'll all, uh, that means women and children alike, that we would all make it to heaven. Praise God. That's the ultimate goal. But who's not going to make it? That's that's what we need to look at. Uh, what does the Bible tell us about who's not going to make it? Uh, I felt led. I felt compelled to uh, take the scripture from the book of uh, Corinthians. So if you have your Bible, uh, which you should remember, come with your Bible to stay into his word. And, you know, when we're not pod, uh, broadcasting the message, you can always tune in and listen to any pre-recorded messages out there. They're there for your listening pleasure. Uh, while you're driving down the road, while you're at the workplace, while you're in the yard, cutting the grass, trimming a tree, doing uh, wherever. Listen, stay into his word. Stay into his word. That is so important. So, uh. We're going to go to 1 Corinthians and we're going to read from chapter 6. But first, before we do that, let's give a little background about the uh, city of Corinthian. It was a capital city. It was a major city, uh, capital city of Rome in a province called Achaia. And it was the most important city in the country. Uh, if you can imagine wherever your capital is that you live in, uh, your capital city of that state or country is very important. Uh, I live around the Los Angeles area. So Los Angeles is not the capital. Sacramento is our capital, but Los Angeles and Sacramento alike and other cities. But those two are pretty major cities in this great state. And uh, they're very profitable, profitable, very big, very wealthy and uh, very uh, busy, very busy cities, uh, large populations, and of course, expensive to live there. Uh, in the Roman times, the city of uh, this city was known for wealth, luxury, and uh, because along with that, just like uh, some of our most famous people that we uh, read about in the uh, in the news, or we hear about them in the news as we're driving in our car. Uh, they're very wealthy. They live in luxury, but they also dabble in. Uh, and, I, and I don't really want to talk about this part of it too much. Immortality, immorality, immorality. And, and that's where we're going uh, on that subject, but not so much uh, as what you would think. Uh, who is not going to make it to heaven? And what does the scripture say? So as we're over in in the book of Corinthians, we're just going to take the scripture right out of the Bible. That's the best way to do it. Turn to Corinthians chapter 6, if you would, please. Let me get there. Corinthians uh, 
chapter six, and we're going to start it. Uh, let's start at, uh, at verse nine. Uh, yeah, verse nine. And who knows, we may go a little further or bounce around in that chapter some or in that book. But for now, right now, first Corinthians chapter six and verse nine, it says, know ye not that the unrighteous unrighteous shall not inherit the kingdom of God. But be ye not deceived, neither fornicators, neither uh, idolaters, nor adulterers, nor infeminate, nor abusers of themselves with mankind, nor thieves, nor covetous, nor drunkards, nor revilers, nor extortioners shall inherit the kingdom of God. Let's stop right there. There's the list of who shall not inherit the kingdom of God. Maybe on the next message, we'll talk about who will inherit the kingdom of God. And what does the Bible say about those people that will inherit the kingdom of God? But right now, we need to focus on this text, on this scripture, because I feel in my spirit, there are so much of this going on today and people seem to fail to realize that there are consequences for their sin, for their immorality, for their adulterous behavior, for the infeminate, the infeminate, those, uh, those people that aren't uh, quite definitive in their sexuality. And there's a little, uh, we used to say sugar in their tank and you can't really rightly divide or understand which way they're going and, and what, and how they're acting because it's not normal according to nature and what most of us have been taught growing up. And uh, you can even tell from the infeminate or the those that are abusers of themselves with mankind uh, based on their conversation. You can talk to some people and, and when they're mentioning their friends, uh, it, it's, all, it's not my, my boyfriend, it's not my girlfriend, but it's a, oh, my partner or my girlfriend that I always go with. This is my always my friend or my partner. These are key words, key phrases to key you in that these people are the ones that will not inherit the kingdom of God. And it's not me saying this. This is God's word saying it. Now, here's the kicker. There's always room for repentance. There's always and get a hold of God. But you got to repent of your sins and you got to get right before the kingdom of God. Hallelujah, because the kingdom of God has come nigh to you today. He says, be not deceived, neither fornicators nor uh, nor idolaters. I think we all know what a fornicator is. Hallelujah, better get married and quit shacking up with Sally. Hallelujah, because you're fornicating according to the word of God. Now, don't get mad at me. This is just the word of God. And this is how it used to be back in the day. This is how people used to live their lives back in the day. We had to get married before we start sleeping around or else it could be it would be a shame. But sin slowly crept in line upon line, sneaky, deceptive ways that sin had gotten into the hearts and to the minds. And people start doing these things behind closed doors and, and eventually it got accepted. Hallelujah. And, and, and that's not the way God wants it to be. God wants people to be right before him. He That's why he wrote this in his word to see who can, who will not make it, who will not inherit the kingdom of God. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Neither adulterers nor infeminate nor abusers of themselves 
with mankind, doing things that aren't natural uh, with one another. Come on now. You know what I'm talking about, abusing yourself one with another. I just have a quick story to take care to tell you. I went to take a test once uh, uh, for some legal issues, uh, something on the legal side. I, I was taking a written test. And as I was taking this written test, there was a, a question in there and it asked me, have I ever had sex with animals? Of course, I said, no. No, I have not. But apparently there's some people out there that believe in that. And there's some people that do that. I am not one to abuse myself with mankind or not one to abuse myself with anyone else. Hallelujah. And I pray to God that you believers and you that want to be a believer and are struggling which way to go. I know this may be hard. I know you may have a, uh, what do you call that? A, uh, a reasoning to justify your actions. But once you line up, once you read it in the Bible and you say, well, you know, God, I just want to be right. I've been struggling with this for so long. Uh, please help me, Lord, help me, you know, because his way is right. And our ways are just our ways. As the scripture tells us, every man thinks he's right in his own mind. And it says, nor thieves, nor covetousness, nor drunkards, nor revilers, nor extortioners shall inherit the kingdom of God. You know, people that are stealing, calling uproars, uh, revilers, drunkards, you're not going to inherit the kingdom of God. But there's remember, remember, we're in the, in the book of Corinthians uh, and or after um the Old Testament, after Jesus Christ died and resurrected and ascended up into heaven, we enter into that period called grace, uh, which we're in right now. And that came into play because God realized in the Old Testament that it was far too difficult for mankind to keep the law. So he had to give us what is known as grace, give us a chance over and over and over again. Because he knew that by our examples, the way that we were living under the law, that we wasn't going to be able to make it. And that's why so many didn't make it into the promised land because of the law and because of disobedience. But uh, that's going to be the same for us. If we're disobedient to the word of God, we're not going to make it in to that heavenly home that we talked about when we were discussing John chapter 14, you know, uh, uh, know ye not uh, that I go to uh, prepare a place for you that where I am there ye may be also and in my father's house there are many mansions heaven if it were not so I wouldn't have told you heaven hallelujah I can see now how Jesus Christ is preparing a place for those that love him for those that want to change heart and a change mind 
And for you, my friend, my listeners, hallelujah, there is staying into the word, staying into his word, because his word is life. His word is truth. His word is strength. His word will lead and guide us and direct our paths. Hallelujah. His word will help us to be full of the Holy Ghost and born again of the water and the spirit by the evidence, not some fuzzy feeling, not some warm feeling we get in our body and we think we have the Holy Ghost. Hallelujah. But it has to be by the initial sign the Bible says of speaking in tongues, a heavenly language as the spirit of God gives the utterance, my friends, you can have the Holy Ghost. And as we read further into this book, chapter six of first Corinthians and verse 11, it says this for you that have been transformed by the renewing of your mind, that you have been born again of the water and of the spirit. And for you that have repented and for you that just want to say uh, to this rich society that's full of immorality and full of luxury and wealth, hallelujah, that is all going to just burn with a fervent heat. You can just put you know how they used to say, speak to the palm, and they put their palm of your hand up, say, speak to the palm. Well, I say, speak to the riches, speak to the world from putting my hand up as to hold it off, put it at bay. Hallelujah. I don't want that stuff. Although we do need things to live by. Don't get me wrong. And we can have a good life. Don't get me long, wrong. But the Bible says all that is an abomination, all that is highly esteemed among man, that is all that is lifted up. Pridefulness is an abomination to God. That means God is mad at that. It's a horrible thing to God. It's an abominable thing to God. And we know what happened to Achan when he partook of the abominable thing. Him and his entire family and his, even his animals paid the price of death. Hallelujah. So let us not be a partaker of the abominable things that God says do not be partakers of. But once, once, my friends, my listeners, hallelujah, once we say no to sin, then the scripture comes to mind as we read it here in 6 and 11 of 1 Corinthians, it says, and such were some of you. That's a that's were, past tense, because you've taken your mind and your heart and your soul and you changed the way you think. You changed the way you've acted, but you didn't do it on your word because you stayed into his word. You read his word. You pray, you think, you meditate on his word. And as I said before, when you stay into his word, you abide in him, he will abide in you. Let the Lord Jesus Christ be an abiding presence in your life. And together, he says, without me, you can't do anything. So together, God would help you through. As you've seen those footsteps, the, the picture with the footprints, uh, the footprints in the sand. Hallelujah. Hey, that's one pair of footprints that was God carrying you through. That's why there's only one set of footprints. God is carrying you through your trials, through your tribulation, through your problems. Hallelujah. He'll take you through them all. He says, but you are washed. 
but you are sanctified, but you are justified. Hallelujah. How are you cleansed? How are you made right? How are you separated for a particular purpose? It says this, in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ and by the Spirit of our God. Hallelujah. That's what I've been talking about all this time. The Spirit of our God. Hallelujah. And by the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. Praise God. Let us turn. I'm coming to an end here. I just felt compelled uh, to, to, to speak a few words to you today. Uh, let's go to the book of Acts. We're going to go to chapter 4 and verse 12. Book of Acts, chapter 4 and verse 12. When you have it, say amen. Amen. All right. It says, Neither is there salvation in any other, for there is none other name under heaven given among men whereby we must there's no if, ands, and buts about it. There's no maybes. It says that we must be saved. This is why it's so important that we get baptized, submerged completely in water, not sprinkled with a squirt bottle, not little drips of sprinkle coming off of our hand, our whole body submerged in the name of Jesus Christ, so that we can be saved. Praise God. John chapter 20. Sorry about this. It just, uh, well, I'm not sorry, but it, I just feel God leading me this way. So it's got to keep on keeping on till I feel a release. John chapter 20, verse 31, 20 and 31. Uh, it says this, but these are written that they might believe that Jesus is the Christ, the Son of God, and that believing ye might have eternal life through his name. Eternal life through his name. Now, there are some organizations, some bodies, some religious bodies that when you get baptized, they say, I baptize you in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Ghost. That is not name. There is no name Father. There is no name Son. There is no name Holy Ghost. Those are all titles. That's why the Bible is so specific and so direct about that name. It says through his name. That's why when we pray, when we eat, we say in the name of Jesus, amen. Hallelujah. That's why when you're, when you're in dire trouble, uh, sometimes spontaneity will hit when you're having a tragic situation happen all of a sudden. And then the moment of spontaneity, you may say, Jesus, because there's healing in that name. There's deliverance in that name. There's saving in that name. And most of all, there's power in the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. So with that being said, I feel that 
Right now is a good time to pray. Hallelujah for the world again. As we come to a close and pray for those that are on the outside of the church, knocking on the windows, knocking on the doors, trying to figure out how to get in. Because there are many that want to get in. Bible says many are called, but few are chosen. I would like to say there are many that are chosen and I'm not conflicting with the word of God. There's many that are chosen, but just won't come in. Hallelujah. So I'm praying today for those that are chosen, but have that resistance that they have to fight just to get in. Come, come, come taste and see that the Lord is good. So Lord, in the name of Jesus right now, I pray for those that are sick, shut in and fighting Fighting, Lord, this battle in their mind, fighting this battle because maybe loved ones, friends, relatives, neighbors, whoever, maybe speaking doubt to them, trying to reason with them as to the reason why they should not live for God, should not want to worship you, should not want to visit the lily, hallelujah, in the name of Jesus, should not be a contributor Hallelujah to your works, God, by worship, by prayer, by fasting. And but they try to knock all those things down when you're when these individuals that are out there that are hungry for the word, God, trying to uh build spiritual spiritual blocks to get closer to you, a spiritual ladder, if you would, to get closer to you, God. Sort of like Jacob's ladder. So Lord. I ask you right now in the name of Jesus that you heard my prayer and that you'll help them to come in, to see, and to be with you, God. In the name of Jesus Christ, I pray. Amen. All right, all my listening friends, remember, always stay into his word. And we are available on most of your uh, what do you call them? Podcast, uh, 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 apps. We're there. Uh, you can even pull it up on your Alexa, Alexa, or whatever, and your Google device in your home, and you can listen to stay into His Word. That com. Thank you, and God bless you. Spread the word. Pastors, to send an email to somebody and say, listen to this. Send a text to somebody. Say, listen to this. Hallelujah. Spread the gospel. It's got to go worldwide. In the name of Jesus Christ, I pray over this, Lord, that it would fall on hungry ears that are willing to hear and make a change. In Jesus' name, I pray. Amen.